0: Happy January 26th, everybody. Matt Derry with you. It is the Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast. Network your team every day on a Friday, January 26th, and a Saturday, January 27th. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. As we talk Detroit Lions football, what a week we've had on the show. Tuesday, Mike Tarico. Wednesday, come on, Craig. Craig Reynolds. Yesterday, the crossover with Brian Peacock. If you missed any of those episodes, please go wherever you find your podcast. Go on YouTube. And uh, watch, by the way, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I think we're at 10,000 followers. I got to double check. We were close. But thanks to all of you for that uh, check us out. Thanks to our everydayers. I know there's so many of you I've promised to mention on the show. I just haven't had the time to make the list. But I I appreciate all of you, everybody overseas, everybody that's hit me up down in Texas and Virginia and out West. Uh, Thank you for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts and supporting this show. Ah, uh, coming up on the show today, we got to talk about Debo Samuel. We got to talk about keys to the game. Dan Campbell spoke today. Lions have some award nominees, which they should, and uh, we just got to get into the vibe and the feel for what this feels like as the Lions get ready to take on San Francisco Sunday night at six thirty for a chance to go to the Gulp Super Bowl. Uh, Locked on Lions today, brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit fanduel.com slash on to get started. Follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, on threads at The Real Matt Dairy, where our guy Andy J is holding it down. And of course, on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Thanks to uh, Scotty and the folks at Questionable Tees for the Lion sweatshirt today. They are everywhere. I've gotten numerous requests from others just understand i have a 9 to 5 job too i have a full time job for two companies as well as being a dad and a husband and everything else and of course the podcast so i'm not getting to you i'm not returning stuff i'm not getting back to you please i will i owe a lot of people messages and everything else i will return your texts emails i promise i promise um all right here we go sunday this is it lions at niners everybody's asking me what do you think how do you feel i feel good I feel good about the lions. I said it yesterday on the podcast with Brian Peacock from lockdown Niners. I think the lions are going to do it. I think the lions are going to win a close game. I think the lions can do it. All right. Um, all the pressure is on San Francisco. Remember this is now the fourth time in five years. They've made it to the NFC championship game. They need to get to the super bowl under Kyle Shanahan. They haven't done it. They have played good football. They, um, you know, they, they, they've been the favorite the last couple of years and, and everything else. Um, um, for some, of course, they were on the road against the Rams two years ago. They lost to Stafford. They were on the road in Philly last year. They lost to Jalen Hurts and, of course, had all the injuries at quarterback and had a third stringer out there and then, like, had, you know, at times McCaffrey playing, center, uh, playing quarterback uh, in the Wildcat. It, it's been a wild few years for San Francisco. John Lynch, their GM. Kyle Shanahan, their coach, they've done a fantastic job. But now their goal has been Super Bowl or bust. They are now the one seed. They're at home now. They're not playing on the road in the NFC Championship game. They're at home. And the pressure's on them. It's not on the Lions. All right? Yes, there's some people nationally picking Detroit. Yes, there's some people locally that think, why why can't the Lions do this, right? And Dan Campbell in his Friday press conference today was – he was a little surly and agitated, but but a good surly and agitated. Like he said today, there's a good stubbornness with Sheila Hamp. Dan was stubborn. He's ready to go. He He and his team want to play this game right now. They're tired of waiting. You know, Dan's asked about distractions and all the stuff out there and the talk. And he says, no, it's all you guys. We are focused. We are tunnel vision. Uh, you know, we want to, we're just going to go play. Ken Brown from WJR asked him about, You know, are you going to dial it back a little bit? Tell your guys not to get so jumpy and excited. And he said, no, there's no dialing anything back. We're going out there to play. We respect our opponent. We know they're good. We're going out there to play. The Lions feel like they can win. And I like that focus for Detroit. I like that chip on their shoulder. And again, if the Lions lose, which would be disappointing, we are all going to say the same thing, right? What a great season. What an unbelievable run. They won two playoff games. They'll be back. If you're the Niners and you lose, is Kyle Shanahan in trouble? Do If Brock Purdy plays a lousy game, do they look to replace a guy that is a finalist for the MVP award? Because he played lousy last week, and maybe the Niners feel like our best chance with this team, with Debo and Kittle and McCaffrey and Armstead and Fred and, Dre, and all these guys, Bosa is to go get a real, really good quarterback, somebody better than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy could also light the Lions up on Sunday, and we all could be going, man, there's a reason why he was a top five for MVP. By the way, so is his teammate, Christian McCaffrey. The Lions are going to be facing two players that are on the uh, MVP finalist list of five. The Lions have some finalists for for awards we'll get into in a second. But I think the pressure is on the Niners. I think Lions fans are going out there to party. I think Lions fans are going out there to be loose and root for their team. I think Niner fans uh, are going to be a little bit nervous. I think they're going to be tight. I think the Niner players might be a little bit tight. Because again, all the pressure is on them. The Lions hit you hard. The Lions are physical. So are the Niners. Don't get me wrong right? San Francisco likes to run the football. San Francisco hikes the ball. And you'll see this if you haven't watched the Niners this year. They they hike the ball sometimes under center and pitch it right back to McCaffrey like it's 1950. It's not a wide pitch. It's right behind. They're like, we're pitching it to our running back and you're not going to stop us. And Dan Campbell said it the other day. The Lions don't stop Christian McCaffrey in that run game early. It could be a long day. The Niners deploy a fullback in Kyle Jusz, uh, Juszczyk. He's awesome. They play an old-school smash-mouth brand, just like the Lions do. I just think there's something special with Detroit right now. There's something crazy in the air. I think you guys feel it with me. The Lions lose this game, which they could. All right, San Francisco is really good. They're a one seed for a reason. All right? They played poorly last Saturday and still won. But there's something about this Lions team sometimes you just go on magical runs you just do i you know as a fan of the 2016 cleveland indians all right now cleveland guardians but at the time indians we went on a magical run we lost in game seven of the cubs but like we weren't as good as the blue jays that we beat we weren't as good as um the red Sox that we beat in the playoffs we were probably just as good as the cubs but they had all these stars with rizzo and bryant and all of that but like they had two starting pitchers at the end, the Indians. It was Tomlin, and it was Kluber, and that was it. Everybody else was hurt, but yet they somehow made it to Game 7. I just feel like this Lions team, you know, and Goff was kind of joking with Wojo about it the other day, but I think p- people feel like it's cute, and it's a cute story, and, but the Lions do, like Goff said. Amon St. Brown was first-team All-Pro. Panay was first-team All-Pro. I know the Niners are chock-full of stars. But I think the Lions are going to play well. I think they're going to be focused. We'll get into some keys coming up next as well on how the Lions can get it done. Uh, Plenty to do on this Friday edition of Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And this episode of Locked On Lions is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest, right? Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who is unbiased on your life. So today I want to say how I really feel about something. You might even think about the same thing this week. Great. Who are you going to talk to? I suggest you check out BetterHelp, all right? BetterHelp is awesome. It's entirely online. It's therapy for you, and it's different for everybody. But if you have bigger problems than maybe your favorite sports team or anything else, it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. And for some of you, right, like Nick, the guy I saw on Channel 4 that it's going out to San Francisco because he's a Lions fan because his dad passed away. There, there's something special about, you know, that connection you have with, with your father and the team. And You want to talk about it with somebody. I I suggest giving BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. And Matt Derry here to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. We are here into the playoffs. We got the big games on Sunday. AFC Championship with Ravens and Chiefs. NFC Championship with our beloved Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 40 Winers. You want to bet on the game. You want to do team totals. You want to do prop bets. Whatever it is, do it with FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet. Like same game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. Best way to find popular parlays, really, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Matt Derry, uh, back with you. It is a Friday edition of lockdown Lions. Thanks for making us your first lesson and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. We, of course, of course, uh, will have a post-game pod coming up on Sunday following the Lions and Niners game in the NFC championship. Uh, If the Lions somehow win this thing, I'm watching all this stuff. I'm watching the uh, trophy presentation and all that. So it's not going to be right after the game, but you get the drift um, on that. All right. I mentioned this before. Uh, The Lions got some national pub and recognition uh, yesterday with the awards from the Associated Press. Coach of the year is down to five candidates. John Harbaugh, the Ravens. The Texans, D'Amico Ryans, Kyle Shanahan of the Niners, the Browns head coach, Kevin Stefanski, and of course, Lions head coach, Dan Campbell. A lot of good candidates this year. A lot of good candidates. I mean, D'Amico Ryans, the Houston Texans, nobody expected them to make the playoffs, let alone win a playoff game. Uh, Kevin Stefanski with the Browns went through about 50 quarterbacks and then ended up playing a 40-year-old as the fourth or fifth guy in Joe Flacco. Stefanski was awesome. Harbaugh and Shanahan one seeds. What can you say? But Dan Campbell, to me, uh, I think deserves it as much as anybody. So that's going to be great. Dan Campbell at the award show and uh, up for coach of the year in the NFL. And there's a lot of good candidates too. Sean McVay for what he did with the, the, the Rams deserves it. Uh, deserves some pubs. Zach Taylor with the Bengals. They They were dead without Joe Burrow. A lot, lot you know, Tomlin did a pretty good job in Pittsburgh this year with no quarterback. A lot of good candidates there, but Dan Campbell up for the award. Assistant coach of the year award. Uh, Jim Schwartz, Jimmy Handshaker, old buddy with the Browns. Titans OC, Bobby Slowick. Ravens OC, Todd Monken. uh, Ravens defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald. Of course, Jim Harbaugh's former DC with Michigan. And Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised Brian Flores of the Vikings didn't make this list because he did a great job. But Ben Johnson, Lions uh, OC, up for assistant coach of the year. Many of you are saying, oh, this is great. Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn are coming back next year. Hold your horses. Two more openings still haven't been uh, filled yet. Commanders and Seahawks. I think Ben Johnson's going to get that Washington job. I do. I think Ben Johnson's going to be the commander's head coach. They're waiting for a reason. But. Up for assistant coach of the year. You know he deserves it. Lions offense has been top five again this year. Um, he's a mastermind. He's a magician. Makes great calls. Has ter- helped turn Jared Goff into a, a, a uh, splendid uh, and fantastic quarterback. I can't believe I just said uh, splendid. sound like Lynn Henning. Um, but he's up for the assistant coach of the year award. Well deserved. And then two other Lions are AP award finalists. Offensive rookie of the year. You got Ravens wideout Puka Nakua, who would probably win it. Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud. Uh, maybe he's going to win it. Puka Nakua would run away with it if it wasn't for Stroud. Maybe Stroud's the guy. Uh, Bijan Robinson of the Falcons. And then two Lions. Sam Laporta. Of course, record-breaking tight end. And running back Ja Gibbs. Pretty sweet. Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta are, have just been godsends for this team. Uh, those That's going to be tough to... Win for those guys, I think it'll be C.J. Stroud. But regardless, two Lions make offensive rookie of the year. Shout out to Brad Holmes, who is executive of the year, by the way. That was already determined by the Pro Football Writers Association. Also well-deserved. Come on. Brad Holmes' draft this year was amazing. But uh, the uh, award show is on CBS and NFL Network on February 8th um, at 9 o'clock. So check that out. Dan Campbell, Ben Johnson, Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, all up for awards. That is extremely, extremely well-deserved. How about last night at the Red Wings game? Did anybody hear this? I'm sure you all have, and you've seen it on social media. Jared Goff chant at the Red Wing game last night down at LCA. Now, right now, Red Wing fans, I mean, there's diehards. Pistons fans, there's diehards. But... Everybody's focus is on the Lions. So, but, but, but what a, what a testament to golf that Red Wing fans, and we know this. Like, I remember back in the old days when I was working at DFN and stuff, you'd get it. You'd talk to like the hockey, the puck bunnies and the hockey nistas, and they didn't, they hated the Pistons. Like, Red Wing fans used to root against the Pistons. Pistons fans up at the Palace used to scoff. At hockey talk, like they just wanted basketball talk. It was, it was really divided. Now it's not as much because they share a building. Well, the Pistons are renters, but you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, last night at the Wings game, the Jared Goff, Jared Goff chant was being chanted at a Wings game. <laughs> That's just awesome. I mean, he has taken this town by storm. Everybody knows the most popular sports figure in Detroit is probably Dan Campbell, All right? Now that Miguel Cabrera's retired, finally. Uh, Dan Campbell is the guy, but Jared Goff now has become a close second. I mean, he is everybody's rallying around him. He's almost that underdog story that, and I know he was the first overall pick and everything else, but still, like, he's an underdog story here because the Rams didn't want him, kind of just flipped him off to the Lions and and sent him here in the Stafford trade, and he's been awesome. So I think that is so cool that uh, Jared Goff got that kind of love uh, last night at the game. So that's pretty sweet. And there'll be more of those chants, uh, in San Francisco, his hometown this weekend when the Lions head to, uh, Santa Clara, I should say, to, uh, face the 49ers golf, of course, uh, played high school football out there, played at Cal. Um, so he'll be heading home. That'll be a nice homecoming for him. All right, let's, uh, let's get into some keys to the game for a win. I also want to get into some Debo Samuel stuff at the end, but real fast keys to the game. And, and, and I got three of them. How are the lions going to win this game on Sunday? First and foremost, and I've said it on some other shows. Uh, I was on my buddy with on my with my buddy, Chris Pomey today. I was on with Tim Benz in Pittsburgh. I think the lions are going to have to dig into their bag of tricks. And I think a couple of trick plays will make a difference in this game for the lions. I think they'll fake a punt or a field goal, something like that. All right. I see it. I see it happening and it'll be successful and it'll be a key in the game. Now it may be unsuccessful and then it'll cost them, but I think the lions are going to go for it. I think they're going to try something like that. I think we'll see a halfback pass or St. Brown throwing the ball or a a lateral to St. Brown. He throws it back to golf. He something like that. All right. I think that's one key that the lions have to execute a couple of these trick plays to keep the Niners off balance, All right? That's number one. Number two, the Lions, and Dan Campbell said it, and I'll say it again, the Lions have got to stop the run. Last week, Rashad White ran way too successfully against the Lions' defense. Now, White didn't go for 100 yards, and the Bucs threw the ball a lot, but this week, this is not Rashad White. This is Trent Williams at left tackle and Christian McCaffrey, and if he's out of the game, Elijah Mitchell, who's got a ton of speed right? The Lions have got to stop the run. The Niners are getting chunk plays on the ground. That leads to play action. That leads to the guys backing up a little bit for the Lions, getting ready for the run, not not attacking. And Purdy will have time to throw. So I think that is going to be a huge, excuse me, key to the game as well for the Lions is stopping the run of uh, San Francisco. I think Detroit has got to do that. And number three, is turnovers, all right? You go on the road. Remember the last couple of times the Lions went on the road and played on grass, right? The Bears game, what happened? Goff was a turnover machine. Goff was sacked four times in that game. In Baltimore against the Ravens, on grass, on the road, against a good team. Lions got embarrassed. Turnovers were a problem. Fumbles, interceptions, um, the whole deal. Jared Goff has been fantastic this postseason, and a big reason why is he's held on to the football. No interceptions, no fumbles, no turnovers. Lions won the turnover battle last week, two to nothing over the Bucs. They won the game by eight. They have got to hold on to the football. So no turnovers, and I think the Lions will be in good shape. And you got Jack Fox, who can really help you with field position. That would be another key factor, certainly in this game, um, coming up this weekend. All right, I think Debo Samuel's playing in this game. I think it was 50-50 earlier in the week, but I think Debo is going to play, and I will explain that. Coming up next, right here on Locked On Lions, it's a Friday edition. Locked On Lions brought to you by the best daily fantasy sports game around and platform that is prize picks. It's you against the numbers, All right? Instead of betting thousands or battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you're going to pick more than or less than and two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in with prize picks. All right. It's awesome. It's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Prize picks is simple. All right. Again, you pick two to six players. And what's great is it gives you a rooting interest for the game before, like Baltimore and Kansas City. Lamar Jackson get a run for uh run for or less, more or less than fit run for more than or less than 50 yards on the ground. You can put money on that. Patrick Mahomes, more than two touchdowns this weekend. You can put money on that. It's a lot of fun to do. Just two to six players. That's how it's done. Test your skills on prize Picks uh, for this weekend. It's the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Go to prizepickscom slash LockedOnNFL. Use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's PrizePicks.com. Slash lockdown NFL code lockdown NFL for first deposit match up to $100 prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, we're closing in on Sunday's game, 6.30 on Fox. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, of course, Aaron Andrews and Tom Rinaldi. Tom Rinaldi had himself in a little trouble with Matt LaFleur last week. Also, of course, on the radio side, if you want to listen to Dan Miller, Lomas Brown, and talking with TJ, TJ Lang on 97 won the ticket as well. And I think uh, Westwood won this week, and I believe Kevin Harlan will be on the uh, radio call. I think he's working with Kurt Warner, I think, for uh, Sunday's game on national radio. If you want to check out Kevin Harlan on the broadcast. All right. So all week, we've heard about Debo Samuel and his injured right shoulder landed on the shoulder after a tackle last weekend, uh, missed the second half of the game against the Packers. I just have a feeling Debo Samuel was going to play in this game. Uh, they had said it was 50, 50. Some have said a game time decision. Um, but I think Debo Samuel wants to be out there because Debo Samuel in October on Instagram Live, was called out by none other than Lions' loquacious safety, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, C.D. Deuce, as some call him. CJ GJ basically said, nah, Debo Samuel is a running back. And basically said, Debo, you're a running back. You ain't no wide receiver. Debo responded back then. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson said, I'll see you whatever round of the playoffs. Well, we're now into the NFC Championship game. I'm not saying Debo Samuel is more motivated to play because of an Instagram live silly video, but I think that's going to play a factor. I think Debo wants to be out there and go up against uh number two in the white uniforms. By the way, Lions wearing the all whites uh, this weekend. I think Gardner Johnson's comments are going to help fuel Debo a little bit. Look, you play the game on the field. Dan- Campbell was asked about it today and said, look, The only thing I'm concerned about is no personal fouls. You know, if Debo starts yapping at CJ, just don't hit him back in the face. Don't touch him. Don't get a 15-yard flag. If you're Gardner Johnson, you've got to keep your cool. You want to talk, talk. All right, you want to get an interception like last week and hand it to Baker Mayfield like you did or hand it to Debo, fine. All right, but don't throw the ball at him. Don't hit anybody. Don't get into a shoving match like Dion and Andre Risen back in the day, keep your composure. A penalty like that could cost you the game. But I think Debo Samuel, who practiced a little bit on Thursday, is going to play in this game. I think he's going to give it a go. Now, if he lands on his shoulder one time and it re-separates or re-bruises or whatever, and he's got to come out of the game, he is such a weapon for this Niners team. They're going to line him up in the slot. They're going to line him up in the backfield. They're going to put him in motion and hand him the ball. His speed is a killer. When he's on the field, you got to know where he is. And then it's like, wait a minute. I'm focusing on number 19, but here comes Christian McCaffrey. That's what has made the Niners so explosive all year. It's why Brock Purdy has had really good success, as he was the last pick of the draft and now is quarterbacking a team with the one seed going to the NFC championship game. So keep an eye out on that. I I think that I think Debo Samuel is going to give it a go. I think he's going to play. Um, regardless of how bruised up that shoulder is. And if you're the Lions, you got to know where he is at all times. They're going to run bubble screens for him. They're going to run slants. And the guy can run away from you. He is that special. I remember, the last few weeks, when it was Jefferson, Nakua, CeeDee Lamb, Mike Evans, the Lions have had issues with the other team's best receiver. All right? They've gotten all the way to the NFC Championship game with Cam Sutton and Kendall Vildor. Those guys aren't exactly AP award finalists at their position. All right, everybody. Go Lions. Have fun Sunday. Be safe. Uh, Enjoy the game. We'll be back with a post-game pod Sunday evening right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for hanging with us all week. Check out Mike Tirico from Tuesday. Come on, Craig. Check out Craig Reynolds from Wednesday and our crossover yesterday if you missed it.